0: Have you heard? Our favorite TV show has not been renewed for next season.
1: Oh, what? Then I need to break up with my girlfriend.
0: Huh? Why?
1: Because I don't want to lose my job, obviously.
0: Wait. How is this show not being renewed related to you losing your job?
1: Because if that show is no longer around, then I will get really depressed. And if I get depressed, I will drink a lot of alcohol. And if I get drunk, I get really rowdy which irritates my girlfriend, who will then complain about that to her mother, who happens to be my boss, who will then fire me. So you see, that is why I need to break up with her.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Banana Key Podcast. I am Dee, and I am joined by my co-host Ray. Today, we will be talking about change.
1: Change. Yes, they say that the only thing constant in life is change. Therefore, nothing is constant.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. We want to start it off by talking about what are the most common kinds of changes that we experience in life. And I think the first one and a very obvious one is physical change, mm-hmm. right? We grow taller, but at some point we stop doing it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> when
1: we, yeah. When we hit puberty as well, we grow hair And sometimes in places that we don't want.
0: (laughs) True. And then for women, we get periods and, you know, all the terrible Mm. things that come with it.
1: Like what? Craving for chocolate, right? I
0: guess so. But that's the least. Like, obviously, there's pain (laughs) and the fact that, you know, discomfort and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And aside from that, we also kind of gain weight, right? We lose hair like the one that I'm doing now. (laughs)
0: Yeah, when we get beyond puberty, right? Like you mm. you have hair somewhere else and then later you lose hair mm. where you want the hair, but you lose that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, oh, the back pains as well. <laughs> Physically, we feel that we are deteriorating back pains from sitting down. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for those that are desk-bound, right? Like for yeah. us, finance, Mm-mm. we are sitting almost all the time Mm-mm. and it takes us... Maybe a reminder from our smartwatch to actually stand. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's terrible. And we notice that also our energy kind of depletes, you know, as we grow older.
0: The second kind of change that we experience is mental change. So,
1: Hmm.
0: that's anything to do with the brain, right? So, we accumulate knowledge as we grow older and we learn new things in school, at work. And in our day-to-day lives, that's just part of growing up. Right now, we're not the same mentally as we were at three years old or whatever. (laughs) That would be a disaster, right? So we get better and better until maybe in our 30s when we start to experience cognitive decline. And then we notice that our minds are no longer like sponges. And then mm. we're starting to get more forgetful. And unfortunately, I think it will only get worse as we grow older. Right? Uh, the very old people, yeah. they tend to get senile. So
1: yeah, I struggle with it, right? Especially if you're trying to learn something. And I think there are techniques where you can improve your memory. But yeah, you're right. Mm. If you compare yourself, maybe when you were younger, when everything you can memorize, even with the <sighs> randomest things, the most random maybe advertisement you can remember. Oh,
0: yes, that's true. Instantly. Yeah. yeah, and then like, I remember I tried drinking ginkgo biloba because that's supposed to help with memory. <laughs> and my friend said, okay, how is it? Or do you remember to take the ginkgo biloba? <laughs> it's a problem. you <laughs> like, remember to take it in every uh, place?
1: <laughs> you keep forgetting and that's why you're not improving. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, so it's a cycle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The next one is psychological, you know, when something happens, you know, in, in your environment, especially right now, right? Like the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, which triggers anxiety, depression, or burnout, which we will cover in a future episode. So check it out later. And then when you hit a certain age, you also get midlife crisis, which we covered in a previous episode.
0: Yes, that's right. There's a lot mm. of psychological changes for sure.
1: Yeah. Or it could be trauma as well, right? From something happening. Oh, yeah. Maybe an accident or you just had a horrible experience and you, for some reason, you know, you got traumatized. Yeah,
0: PTSD, right? That is another mm. kind of um, mental issue, which, as you said, is, mm. is, is caused by trauma. PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. So that, that those mm. are the people who went through something bad, like maybe soldiers who went to war and mm. all that. When they get mm. back to real life. Uh, to their you know normal life like something that doesn't phase a normal person would Mm. cause them to go into some kind of panic attack or something right like maybe there's a weird boom sound and then they they overreact because they feel like Mm. they're back on you know that it's a gunshot or something Mm. And the next one is behavioral changes. So we usually form different habits as time goes by. I think we also covered habits in a previous episode, right? So the habits are usually brought about by changes in our environment as well. For example, when we were still going to school, we had to wake up at dawn because our earliest class was at 7.30 a.m., right? And then Mm. when we started working, we didn't need to be that early anymore because work is 9am and maybe if it's a flexi Mm. time, then sometimes it's bad because you really make a habit of waking up really late. Yeah. Another example I would think is acquiring an unhealthy habit, like maybe picked up smoking or maybe because you had all these psychological issues, you were binge eating or drinking Mm. alcohol a lot and all that. Right. So these are bad habits or behavioral changes that happen in you. But then... You know, maybe one day you wake up and realize this is not good and you try to quit that. And then that's, you know, it's mm. also a, a circle, cycle, whatever. So it's it's not constant. Mm. The
1: circle of life. <laughs> yeah, it's not the circle of life. That's that's very different. But yeah, good thing you mentioned about habit, right? Because it is really, if you pick up a bad habit, it's quite hard to break it. Like, mm. I don't know, maybe you would probably need a group of people experiencing the same. Like un- Alcoholics Anonymous, Yes. Right? It's quite tough. To do it alone sometimes, and so you, you really need the help of others to kind of shift your attention or your kind of I don't know, feel the need with something else, something more. Healthy.
0: Oh yeah, like for example, the mm. smokers who try to quit, uh, they need a nicotine patch, right, or uh, mm. or the chewing gum or something. Like they need to swap something else into that habit.
1: And the next change is financial. So if ever you suddenly receive a lot of money say you won a lottery or Mm -hmm. you didn't know that your uncle was rich and for some reason you were the ones named in his will Mm -hmm. that you got all the inheritance so yeah either a very big windfall for you or it could be the opposite right Mm -hmm. wherein there's a tragedy that happened financially you're challenged because you had to pay for maybe uh, medical bills Mm -hmm. or whatever it is right and so you had less money and so your lifestyle has to drastically change because of that, mm, right? Yeah, because we, you can no longer afford the lifestyle that you used to have. Maybe your family used to have five cars, one for each sibling, <laughs> and then I don't know. <laughs> now you you go by tricycle. I don't know. It could it could it be could, it could be, be like that drastic.
0: But didn't mm. we? Um, I think um, in that episode we had about the Chinese tycoons, right? What what mm. was it? Gokong Wei, right? That his mm-hmm. father was rich and then his father died and then they became poor oh, so is that's a perfect yeah. example of what you were saying that's and right. and while we ourselves you have experienced that also like when you know you grew up in the Philippines and you don't barely have any money to buy anything and then when we became mm. OFWs we started to earn a bit better right so that means you mm. could now afford things that you couldn't before so Yeah, so that's a financial thing as well. A financial change. So either way, you adjust whether it's going up or going down. And then relationship is the next one. So... When you say relationship, people automatically assume it's love life, right? But that's usually the first thing that pops into people's minds, especially in the Philippines. So it's like having a boyfriend or a girlfriend or maybe breaking up with one. So that's a change. But also not just romantic ones, but friendships, right? Making new Mm. friends or maybe how about family members? What if you lose a family member because they die or whatever? That sort of Mm. thing. So that's also part of relationship changes. And even at work... When you get a new boss or a new team, there's Mm. a new hire that you have to adjust to. That's also changed.
1: Or a new neighbor. Oh, yeah. What if you're moving to a new neighborhood and then all of a sudden you're used to have a quiet neighborhood. But then right now your new neighbor is knocking on your door every day (laughs) asking how you are. Then if you're not used to that, then it kind of induces stress for you. right? Uh, That's true. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm. So I don't know. Yeah, that could yeah. be one of the changes that you could uh, experience and undergo. Yeah,
0: true. Yeah. Or how about having a new landlord if you are still mm. renting, right? Like if you're moving mm. somewhere, you will have a new landlord. If if your previous landlord was pretty chill, but then your n- mm. what if your new landlord is not? Then that's also mm. gonna cause some stress in your life, right? Like that's right. like why is this landlord always? Coming down and checking stuff, like seriously, <laughs> now. But I don't think I've ever had a landlord that was that nitpicky or was always there. How about you? Have you? Because I've heard of nightmare landlords like that. But luckily, I have.
1: Yeah, I I did experience that. Like I kept changing houses before, right? oh, yeah. so I did have a variety of <laughs> different flavors of landlords. But yeah, you, you could be lucky and you could not. There are those landlords who micromanages. Oh yeah. They're so overprotective of their property. Like we mm. get it. It's yours, but in the first place, if you're so overprotective, why rent it out, right? Uh, like, yeah, you need to have at least give up some of the liberties that you. That's have. That's
0: true. Yeah, and mm. speaking of renting, also flatmates, right? If you, you know, mm. you know, you're happy with your flatmate, and then they leave, and then you in comes a new flatmate who is not at all. A good flatmate Which I've obviously We've had a lot of flatmates also Because mm. as you mentioned You've moved so many times And I did as well mm. So yes There are experiences with that We're in You know A nightmare of a flatmate Who has behavior problems So <laughs> 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 So it's causing you stress as well Right? So, so yes mm. A lot of things Involve around relationships And because people are different People are always going to Cause you issues
1: you mentioned new boss, which brings us to the next one, which is a career change. So Mm. it could be you have a new job or you got sacked or you got a promotion. All of these are significant changes in your life, right? And now that I talk about that, it also means that one change that happened to your life also ripples out to other changes, Mm. right? So say, for example, you got a promotion and so your career has changed and also your relationships change.
0: Oh, yeah, true.
1: Like what are your colleagues has now become your subordinate. Ah. And so you kind of like, hey, how do I manage this? How do I appear not so strict? And yet, you know, I want to maintain that friendship. So mm. there are kind of several changes that would be triggered
0: oh, by one change. So yeah,
1: the butterfly effect.
0: Yeah, and and for those who are not familiar with the butterfly effect, I think the premise of that is that when a butterfly flaps its wings, it could cause mm. ripple effects that could even be as, mm. as bad as like a tsunami in the other part of the world. Mm. Well, those are, I think, the kinds of changes that we think that are common, that we experience, right? And change is an unavoidable constant in our life. Sometimes Mm. it is within our control, but often it's not. Our lives change and not always for the better, as we mentioned earlier, right? So what do we do when change is thrust upon us? We adapt. That's what we should do, Mm. right? And we found an article on hbr.org, which gives six ways on how to do that.
1: And the first one is find humor in the situation. I like this. Yeah. trying to find a funny moment. During an otherwise unfunny situation can be a fantastic way to create the levity needed to see a vexing problem from a new perspective. It can help others feel better as well. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this pioneering humor researcher. How do you become one?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we, I researcher. would. I want to be one. <laughs>
1: Maybe a comedian is one, right? Because oh. if you want to create and kind of prepare for a new skit, then you would research all of the mm. punchline. So, I don't know. So, yeah, there's this pioneering humor researcher, Rod A. Martin, who's also studied the effects of different styles of humor, has found out that witty banter or affiliative humor can lighten the mood and improve social interaction. Just make sure it's inclusive and respectful. Oh, yeah. A good rule of thumb is that the other people's strife is no laughing matter, but your own struggles can be a source of comedic gold. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, what do they You're call right. it? If self-deprecating you, humor, right? Yeah, self-deprecating yeah. humor. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So if you do it to yourself, it's fine. Like just avoid, <laughs> you know, cracking jokes at other people's kind of misery or something. Yeah, like that. that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you don't know, maybe sensitive about that. So it's not cool to be making Mm -hmm. that a laughing matter. But yeah, I think it's fine. That's probably why, for example, for us Filipinos, we can crack jokes about Filipinos because we are one, right? But then if, let's Mm -hmm. say, an American cracks a joke that we would have Mm -hmm. told and it's true, but then it sounds offensive if it's coming from them, right? Like, oh Mm -hmm. my God, these racist! it comes off like that. So I guess it's the same thing. Like you shouldn't make jokes about other people. (laughs) Right.
1: I'm trying to think of an example, but I can't. the The best one I can get is: what if you were chopping onions and then mm. you you cut your finger, right? Uh huh. Then you laugh. Oh, it's a good thing. It's only a finger. Otherwise, if it were my head, I would die. I
0: what? How is that? <laughs> I don't <know>. get. <laughs> <care>. No, but. <laughs> No, maybe
1: You're laughing, so it's example. (laughs) So it's a good example. Yes,
0: but I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Why that is your example. But yes, maybe. I (laughs) I mean maybe there's a lot of blood, but then you're still finding humor in the situation, yes. Mm -hmm. So the next suggestion they have is to talk about problems more than the feelings. So, one of the most common myths of coping with unwanted changes is the idea that we can work through our angers, fears, and frustrations by talking about them a lot. This isn't always the case. In fact, research shows that actively and repeatedly broadcasting negative emotions hinders our natural adaptation processes. So, I guess because you feel like when you vent... You know, you, mm. you get it out of your system, right? There, there's a saying mm. that, like, you know, it's like if you bottle up your feelings, it's like, um, you know, you're poisoning yourself inside. Mm. So it's good to let it out. But the problem is let if you out, always yeah. let it out, like, all the time, it, it just becomes you're suddenly a negative Nancy, right? Like yeah, Or, or I mean, like, why? oh, my God, this person is complaining about work again. So it's in small doses, I think it's okay. Mm. But just don't be that person who just complains all the time because then you're you're mm. spreading negativity right and uh, mm-hmm. and it's um what do you call it, it it's catching what's what's the mm. term you know it's like covid it's <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: people will catch it right yeah it's communicable yeah. so yeah so
1: the example i can think of is farting right <laughs> <What>? like do, <laughs> if you keep it to yourself it's it's like poisoning yourself uh-huh. but If you let it out once, it's funny, right? Uh Oh, I couldn't control it. But Mm. if you do it all the time your friends will be like (laughs) angry. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, it's not cool anymore. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So so to continue says that's not to say you should just suck it up or ignore your troubles. Instead, call out your anxiety or your anger on the outset of a disorienting change so that you are aware of how it might distort your thinking or disrupt your relationships. Then look for practical advice about what to do next. By doing so, you'll zero in on the problems you can solve instead of lamenting the ones you can't. Okay, so yeah, maybe this is it, right? Focus on the problem and then okay, it's fine, it's fine to vent, but then have you noticed that sometimes you really get annoyed with this person in your life who is just like complaining all the time and then you're like, okay. Why don't you just quit your job if you you know if you hate it that much? You know, it's, it's like, Mm-mm. of course, there are negative aspects of any job, but also try mm. to look at the positives, right? Balance it out. Maybe if you complain, but you also mention like what are the good stuff or, you know, just don't just always complain because, uh, yeah, it, it's not good. But then again, it mentions here mm. that, that they're not saying that you should just suck it up because Filipinos, we have this reputation or actually we are proud of being resilient. And that's because Mm. we suck it up. But that's not necessarily just a good thing, right? Because that means if Mm. you just suck it up, then your companies are going to take advantage of you, right? That means they know that Filipinos will just suck it up and then they will just continue throwing work at you and then not compensating you for that.
1: Yeah, I like this approach where you need to be more logical about your problems need to sort out, okay, which things actually I can have influence with mm. and which ones are beyond my control. And so if you do that, then at least you minimize your venting Mm-mm. and also understand that when you're venting with, you know, your frustrations to your friends, they are also impacted, right? Yeah, Maybe they were waiting on a perfect occasion to announce uh, a positive news but mm. then oh, you started with something oh, okay then they will withhold that yeah. news until they forgot about it and so they're also feeling down now mm. because they are some, you know they're empathetic with you so yeah it affects a lot of people people around you
0: and that's a good point mm. you say right like for example i'm happy i have happy news today but then because my friend was very negative negative about whatever then negative star yes negative star i feel like i no longer have the right to share my good news mm. because they might think yeah. that um why are you sharing good news when you know that i'm not feeling good so yeah mm. i think don't be that person you, wanna rub it on, you know yeah exactly to my face <laughs> so yes that's right so just be you know aware don't be that person who is always just complaining about everything because like mm. yeah there are
1: people like that mm. Next one is don't stress about stressing out. (laughs) Okay, so it says here that our beliefs about stress matters, and there's this Stanford psychologist Kelly McGonigal. Kelly says that your reaction to stress has a greater impact on your health and success than the stress itself. Oh, if you believe stress kills you, yeah, it probably will. Oh gosh, but if you believe stress is trying to carry you over a big obstacle or through a challenging situation you'll become more resilient and may even live longer. Oh,
0: that's good. Is yeah. there proof to this? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, <just laughs> but, yeah, but I think there is, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's obvious. Yeah. It's
0: true. Yeah, okay.
1: And then when you start to feel stressed, ask yourself what your stress is trying to help you accomplish. Is stress trying to help you excel at an important task, like a sales presentation or a big interview? Or is it trying to help you endure a period of tough market conditions or a temporary shift in your organ- organizational structure? Or is it trying to empathize with a colleague or a customer? Or stress trying to help you successfully exit a toxic situation? Mm. So stress can be a good thing if you choose to see it that way. That's you know, I like, a, yeah, I like, I this, like this
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah, because mm. there is stress that can that can kill you for sure. Maybe mm. even prolonged mm. times as well. Like I, I think you mentioned um, before, maybe that like people who are, for example, doing overtime at work, it's fine to do that, especially when you're younger and you just want to get promoted or whatever. That's the kind of mm. stress that you actually need because it helps you to perform, also, right? Mm. But if it's prolonged, I guess, or if it's mm. already impacting your health because you know you haven't slept well for how many years or whatever then maybe that's a time when yeah. you can, tr- you know, try to look at like, okay, is this really, is this stress killing me or not? But yes, yeah, stress can be a good thing. I think we, uh, okay, I, I will connect this to when we talked about college days. Rain, we said mm. we enjoyed the teachers who actually were hard teachers, right? Mm.
1: The strict ones.
0: Yeah, because they would actually, that's the, the kind of good stress, right? That means it forces you to be a better student. Whereas the one who is like, oh okay, whatever, like, you know, open book, open everything, you don't learn anything also, right? Mm. Similar to like kids who grew up, like for example, Filipinos, like us who grew up in a stressful <laughs> environment, <laughs> we learn to be more resilient, right? Whereas those mm. who are like, you know, rich kids and whatnot, they, they didn't really develop skills.
1: That's right. So pressure creates diamonds, right? mm if you're presented with a problem and a challenging situation, it's either you thrive in it, like you, mm. you overcome it and you become a better person or you just succumb to it and, you know, you you give, I, I don't know, you surrender to it. And so, you know, it changes your life negatively. Mm. So it's, there are two choices and mm. the answer is yours, right? So I think having a positive attitude, treating it as a challenge rather than an obstacle that hinders you, I think.
0: Oh yeah, that's the
1: mentality. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, positive thinking helps. There's, there's, a, there's been countless studies about mm. it, right? That, you that's know, right. the, that if you want to achieve something, you have to think it so that you will achieve it.
1: Yeah, Senator Robin Padilla, <laughs> what, what uh, do you... famously coined uh, in an advertisement: "Think positive, what <laughs> hard."
0: Oh my god! Okay. Do you remember that? Yes, you said that in one of our episodes. I don't remember which one, but yeah. You now
1: a senator, by oh, the way. Oh yeah, you number
0: want. one senator. Congratulations! Mm. If you're listening to this, Senator Robin Padilla.
1: <laughs> think positive, Yeah.
0: <laughs> you need to think of stress uh, as a good thing. Like, um, maybe I, I think the way I like to think of this is that if something negative happens in your life, think of maybe this is. A blessing in the sky, you no, know, blessing in disguise, <laughs> right? Like, maybe, yes, because sometimes, like, if you look back on your life, right, there have been like incidents in your life that were so negative, that were so bad, that now you realize that if that hadn't happened, you wouldn't have been mm. catapulted into something better, right? Like, maybe mm. there was this, like, a breakup or something. Like if you had mm. stayed with that guy, you would you know you would have been at a dead end career or something because you would have stayed forever there because of him or something, right? Like if you hadn't been yelled at by a colleague, then you wouldn't have left that job, and the job actually is mm. not as good as the one you had after that. That sort of thing. That's so maybe right. that's just what you should be your mindset.
1: Pussycat dolls.
0: <laughs> What's the? What do you mean?
1: What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Uh, well, is, it pos- <laughs> is it pussycat dolls?
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you should look it up because you're often wrong about this. <laughs>
1: about songs, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. It's Kelly Clarkson.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. Why, why are our songs and artists <laughs> always wrong? I don't know.
0: It's not our expertise. It's fine. We're in finance, so... <laughs> <laughs> the next one is... Focus on your values instead of your fears. Reminding Mm. ourselves of what's important to us—family, friends, religious convictions, scientific achievement, great music, creative expression, and so on— can create a surprisingly powerful buffer against whatever troubles may be ailing us. In a series of studies spanning more than a decade, researchers led by Geoffrey Cohen and David Sherman have shown how people of all ages in a range of circumstances— From new schools and new relationships to new jobs can strengthen their minds with a simple exercise, spending 10 minutes writing about a time when a particular value you hold has positively affected you. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. We should probably try doing this. So the technique works because reflecting on a personal value helps us rise above the immediate threat and makes us realize that our personal identity can't be compromised by one challenging situation. Okay, so for example, if you encounter a stressor or a change at work, like maybe you have a new boss, right? And, mm. and then he yells at you. I'm just thinking this because I just recently rewatched the episode from How I Met Your Mother, where in there there is actually a mention of a circle of screaming. So Marshall's boss was screaming at him. Ah. When you have a stressor in your life, just think of your values as to why you're doing this job. Like, I'm doing this job because I want to be able to provide for my family, like in, mm. in Marshall's case, he, he wanted to, you know, buy an apartment for his wife and for their future kids, that sort of thing. So maybe just focus on that instead of all the other negative aspects of that change that got brought into your life, yeah. I suppose.
1: Speaking of values, your company also has values, right? Like mm. for as long as you stick with them. For sure, you, you're fearful that, oh, if you're fighting with your boss, then probably he or she would be the one in favor, right? Because mm. he or she is the boss. But for as long as you stick to your corporate values, you maintain respect, then I think at the end of the day, you don't have to fear anything because you're just sticking with your values. So I think that's one way of avoiding that, like avoiding mm. that stress. Yeah. Like just believing in yourself that you're in the right because you're following corporate values.
0: I see. Yeah, that, that, that
1: everyone should follow.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And also, yes, it's probably that one stressor is just a small one but then you humans have this tendency to like forget everything else except that one (laughs) small thing right when actually 90 percent of your job is good but then you just focus on that 10 percent that is something that you could actually not focus on
1: you're right the next one is accept the past but fight for the future this sounds like a an x-men movie title (laughs) oh
0: yeah True. <laughs> days,
1: of pass days of Future Days of Future <laughs>
0: Past. Yes, Days of Future Past. I like that movie actually. Okay.
1: Even though we are never free from change, we are always free to decide how to respond to it. Yes, mm. this is similar to about having that think positive mentality, right? Yes. So there's this example of Viktor Frankl, who championed the idea after returning home from his three horrific years in a Nazi death camp. Oh God! And he discovered, you know, upon his return, that his mother, brother wife and an unborn child were all dead oh my god wow that's that's traumatic right so everything in his life has changed and all the loved ones are lost but as fall came and fall became winter winter gave away to spring so franco began to discover that even though that he could never go back to the life he once had was still free to meet new friends, like find new love, become a father again, work with new patients, enjoy music, read books, get back to those hobbies that he used to have. And so Franco called his hope in the face of despair, tragic optimism. Oh, I like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds heavy. Mm. So
1: this this is really heavy. It's an extreme example, of course, right? And all the more reason that we should find inspiration from it. And if we fixate on the limitations of specific change, we inevitably succumb to worry, bitterness, and eventually despair. Mm. So instead, we should choose to accept the fact that change happens and employ our freedom to decide what to do next. Oh, I like this. Yeah, this is very Mm.
0: this is very beautiful actually. Because yes, it mentions here, right? Like sometimes when you go forward in life and you know you're not in your past and for example, oh, you we like to lament our lost youth, for example. Like, you mm. look at old photos and say, oh, I miss those days. I wish I was back in those days. But then if you are just fixated on that, then you will just get depressed, right? You fall mm. into despair, as mentioned here. Like, oh my God, you cannot take a time-traveling machine to that time and be that person mm. anymore. So, yes, you have to move forward. So if you miss your friends... Because, you know, they're all in different countries or whatever. Then you should just go and find new friends, right? And then Mm. um, make new memories with these new friends. Okay, the next one is don't expect stability. In the late 1970s, a researcher at the University of Chicago named Salvatore Madi began studying employees at Illinois Bell. Soon after, the phone industry was deregulated and the company had to undergo a lot of changes. Some managers had trouble coping, others strived. What separated the two
1: groups?
0: (laughs) The adaptive leaders chose to view all changes, whether wanted or unwanted, as an expected part of the human experience rather than as a tragic anomaly that victimizes unlucky people. Instead of feeling personally attacked by ignorant leaders, evil lawmakers, or an unfair universe, they remained engaged in their work and spotted opportunities to fix long-standing problems with customer service and to tweak antiquated pricing structures. In contrast, Maddy found that the struggling leaders were consumed by thoughts of the good old days. They spent their energy trying to figure out why their luck had suddenly turned sour— trying to bounce back to a time and a place that no longer existed. So actually, this is kind of related to what we said earlier, right? Like, you need to also accept the past. So these leaders, right? I mean, um, they just dwelled on the past. Or they also like like to think of themselves as the victim. So they're pa-victim <laughs> in in Filipino terms, right? That means, yes, that, that this does happen to people. It doesn't mean that, like you know, it's not like um, people like to think that uh, they're so unlucky, like, why does God hate me? Kind of situation. Mm. You shouldn't think That's that right. way because this happens to people, right? Like, for me, I lost my job during the recession in Singapore, mm. right? And then I could have been a victim, or maybe I was actually a bit, <laughs> but then you have to stand up again. Because you cannot just, like, lie down and, oh, I'm so poor, me. I know. You mm-hmm. know, the universe. Why univer- me? Why like, me? Why the me? universe hates me, blah, blah. You cannot do that. And actually, I'm not the best example for this. Uh, I just recently read a book uh, that was written by Simul Liu who is the actor who plays Shang-Chi from mm-hmm. MCU. He actually has in- an interesting sorry I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but he was an accountant. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. So... He was raised in Canada. Uh, he was born to Chinese parents who migrated to Canada. Basically, he was just following what his parents wanted him to do. Mm. He was more on the creative side ever since, but then because, you know, Asian family. So I guess they're kind of like Filipino parents as well. <laughs> and then and he took up a business course and then he ended up mm. becoming an auditor in Deloitte. <laughs> yeah What? right so he's, he was like us he was in our industry and then what happened was though because he really did not like what he was doing you know he he wasn't into figures and numbers and whatever so he, his heart wasn't in it so i think mm. one day he decided to be an extra with his best friend uh, in this movie is it pacific Rim or something i can't remember and you know he, he missed a day and because of that he got fired <laughs> So he was fine. (laughs) But first of all, before that, he he already had a lackluster performance. And because of that, he got fired. So some people would like, you know, hate themselves over that and whatever. But what he did was he decided that, you know, this was his opportunity to start pursuing what he really wanted.
1: Nice. So
0: that's when he decided to try to become an actor. And it wasn't an easy journey because. Mm. You know, you don't become instantly overnight famous, right? Especially if you're an Asian in North America. But then in the end, like after all these years, you know, finally he got the role of a lifetime for him, right? Which is Shang-Chi. And, you know, this is a very inspiring book, by the way. It's called uh, We Were Dreamers. So it's interesting. People who are listening to this who are interested in um, reading or listening to inspirational stories, you should check mm. that out.
1: Had he stuck with his job in Deloitte, right? Probably, you know, he probably will have a performance all throughout his career.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Because
1: yeah, he doesn't really love what he's doing, and so mm. there's no motivation for him to excel in whatever it is. Right? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which is inspiring.
1: Yeah, they should have paid homage to that right during the Shang-Chi movie. <laughs> oh. You know, they should have started as a as an accountant. Was, <laughs> what was that? He had a menial job as well, right? Um, yeah. Was it delivery boy?
0: No, he was, uh... They were parking cars? Or was that just his friend? Oh, ah, yeah, a driver, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they were working for a hotel or something, yeah.
1: Yeah, he should have been an accountant. Instead? <laughs> yeah, with an abacus, you know? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, this happened in real life. He used to be an accountant, you
0: Um, yeah, like it would be office, like a yeah. Easter egg or something, right? Like, mm. they like to do that, but... No, Mm. I don't know if that's also what happened in the comics or something. And
1: Ah, that's right. Yeah, it is. It is based on the (laughs) comics after all. I
0: have no idea. Also, I haven't read the comics. What do I know? But yeah, maybe they just um.
1: Maybe double the oh, you actually casted as Shang Chi because your previous job was kind of like fit. (laughs) (laughs) Shang Chi in the comics was actually an accountant as well.
0: Um. Nice? I, wa- I wonder if there is actually an accountant in the comics, right? Because accounting <laughs> is like considered one of the not interesting jobs yeah, uh, yeah in, in the world. So I guess that's why, aside from that Ben Affleck movie, I don't think there's mm. any glamorous accountant, right?
1: We do have financial models, but these models are not the ones wearing the fancy fashion <laughs> and r- oh my God. in the runway and the catwalk. So no. There's nothing sexy of financial models at all.
0: <laughs> no, no. But then it's the it's It's stable though, right? Mm. Except if you lose your job because of the recession (laughs) or whatever. But (laughs) yeah, but usually there's a lot of jobs. That is why a lot of Asians, maybe, or a lot of people take up accounting course, right?
1: Mm. I think the most excitement we get is when we see maybe a formula error in Excel. It's like, oh, oh, what happened? (laughs) Time to investigate.
0: That's not exciting though, isn't that stressful? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Which reminds me, um, I'm, our office is going to get involved in this charity thing wherein some students, like high school students, I think, so they're going to come mm. to our office and to job shadow some of us. Like, you know, we'll show what, wow. what I'm High doing. school students. Yeah, but then we're saying, oh my god, how, how are we going to present this so that they're not bored? <laughs> <'Cause>, mm. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> No, it's and we were like stumped, and then we're three different departments. Say, okay, how will you make fun accounting interesting? I said, and like I don't know. Suddenly, we're all very confused. Mm. Yeah. Well, good luck to us. Just remove the D. Fun accounting.
1: Fun accounting becomes fun accounting.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! Mm. Oh gosh, well, it's it's fine. Maybe we don't really need to make it exciting because they need to realize Mm. that this is what we do and maybe because the the hope is that they will have some idea of what they want to do in the future Mm -hmm. right like oh this seems like the kind of job that I could handle or whatever in the future Mm -hmm. maybe they decide to take up a you know a course in finance or accounting after that
1: had shang been one of the high school students you know who went to your office he probably would go straight away to Hollywood right because he was like oh this is so mundane (laughs) I don't want to do this. <laughs> you probably would have realized that, oh, this is not the life for me. Mom, look at this. No, this is not for me.
0: That's true. But I think the reason why well, he mentioned also there that the reason why he decided to take that job anyway is because, you know, you are drawn toward how the people who have that job look, right? Like, you know, wearing suits and then having briefcases mm. and they look really cool. They can afford buying houses, buying a mm. car or whatever. I don't know. So maybe you're drawn but to that. But in
1: reality, <laughs> in reality, when you open the attache case, inside is a lunchbox and that's it. There's something sexy about
0: Oh my God. Mm. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes. Alright. I think that's it for this episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Change.
1: And your mentality, think positive, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the gist of it, right? And mm. to close this episode, we would like to make an announcement. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the sound for announcement.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no, that's not in either. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Like, how in the Snow Piercer, when there's an announcement, what was the chime?
0: I don't even remember it. Ding
1: this is a public service announcement. No, just kidding. So, But we do need to make an announcement. Or
0: unless you want it to be that uh, that announcement in the MRT in Singapore. Change is coming. Change is coming. <laughs> change is coming.
1: That was really short-lived, right? I yeah. remember maybe two months. Yeah. Maybe even less.
0: Because Singaporeans hate loud noises. And that was like mm. irritating to hear.
1: Oh, I loved it.
0: Yes, you. but you're a Filipino, right? You were singing along to mm. that song. And by the way, the mm. song was actually Train Is Coming. So <laughs> I don't remember mm. what year this was. Every time the train came, that song was playing, right? Like, love mm-hmm. your Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was, it was really fun.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so change is coming. Yes, What's yes your there's a change.
1: And we we foresee that there will be a change in your routine. Especially for those listening to Bananaki podcast every week. Because, drum roll please, we will be changing the frequency of our episode drops. Mm. Now, starting from now, we will be dropping episodes every other week, or for you, Fancy Pants, fortnightly.
0: Yes. Mm. Now, we don't know which kind of change this might trigger in you. Perhaps not physical, right? I don't see how they would gain weight or like lose hair because of this but maybe (laughs) mental because some of them have said that they learn a lot from our trivia or something Mm. or maybe psychological or behavioral could be
1: hopefully that will not change your relationship with us some of you have been telling us that you know you look forward to us every week but because we are also undergoing changes in our careers and we anticipate more responsibilities in our job. And that is why the mature way of us responding to this is to present to you the change beforehand, right? Mm. We don't want to pod fade and all of a sudden, (laughs) you don't realize, how come they're no longer dropping? Hmm, Suspicious. (laughs) What's going on? So we're being proactive about
0: it. Yeah, so rather than like stress ourselves out, And then, you know, one day we'll just burst like, I've had enough! Because, you know, we're trying Mm -hmm. to meet the deadline of a weekly episode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so this is, I think, a good way of, like, at least not pod fading, right? And don't worry, Mm -hmm. we do have 90 episodes in our catalog, you know, not including the bonus ones. So during the week that we don't have a new episode, then just listen to an old one, right? I know some mm. of you have not listened to all of them based on the suggestions you made on our Survey Monkey because you listed topics that we had already covered before. So maybe look for them in our catalog, as mentioned, right? And for those who have listened to all, you probably already forgot some of them because after all, they were like two years ago. Mm. You can re listen to them. That's like how I always re watch Friends or How I Met Your Mother, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> So, so even if I've seen them before, it's okay to re-watch. It's okay to re-listen, right?
1: Yeah, and so take the tips that we discussed and <laughs> use them to handle this change. you know take it positively. Yes, yeah you know, think positive. what <laughs> <laughs> are. Yes. Because this is beyond your control.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Sorry, yes. Yeah, it it is beyond your control. But if you have any comments, though, about this episode or this announcement or anything else that we said, as usual, you can message us on Instagram at Bananaki Podcast. Or you can email us at bananakipodcast at gmail.com. And you might be featured on the next... Cutie Minute Time
1: for our followers
0: Cutie Minute Your
1: thoughts in our voice
0: Cutie Minute
1: it's not really one minute But we're calling it Cutie Minute Our first cutie is Ken Marcoser And he says One common expression is char or charot Yes, yo, we forgot about this This is really common <laughs> Uh-huh Char and it means joke. Sometimes you use it to make the joke less offensive or less serious. You know, in case the person won't get your joke easily. The thing of your body Charot. The thing that Charot. Oh my God. wow Charot. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I forgot about this. Like yeah, I used yeah. To, you know, hear this a lot.
0: Yeah. I think it's, an, uh, it's another gay lingo... Um, that, yeah, we hear a lot. And by the way, this is a comment on episode 89, Pinoy Expressions. And the next one is also on that. This one is from the Greener Side podcast. And she said, I thought, Frank, a few pr- phrases like, Sana all, chicks, and ano ba yan? He says them all the time <laughs> So Frank um, Was the guy That we interviewed In a previous episode So he is French mm. So these are actually Some interesting They're actually Funny expressions Why chicks though? Like, <laughs> same as <is this. laughs> he says chicks <laughs> That's
1: right But Anubayan, That's a very popular one yeah. I think that was a comedian Big Soto writings. I think Right? Big Soto? I was kind of thinking Bayani Agbayani Oh maybe bayan Maybe not well, there's one more comment and this is still on episode eighty nine, Pinot Expressions. And this is from Rico Trao. How do how do I pronounce this?
0: I have no idea man, but anyway. Rico
1: Trao. Okay. Kumusta! Ooh. Nice start. I learned so much in this episode. Example Para and Tom Jones.
0: I think it means pare, right? Did we mention para?
1: Oh maybe pare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. para is also a common expression yes. when you want a Jeep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mama para
0: Janam sa Satabe
1: <laughs> And then he says further that I am from Finland. Ooh, I've never been. Invite me please. And I just started studying Tagalog. Oh, congratulations. I still have lots to learn about your culture and language. I found this podcast this January because my Filipino girlfriend recommended this to me. Ooh, thank you. I already listened to all Bananaki episodes. This is my favorite podcast of all time.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you for such high praise.
1: You know, it's it's a very high praise coming from somebody who's from Finland. Oh, <laughs> yes. Interesting. <laughs> and every week I'm learning something new about Filipinos. And he has this smiley with a star starry eyes. Yes. <laughs> Salamat Oh, thank you Rico Traho And and I'm sorry In advance It will no longer be Every week That he will be (laughs) learning new It will be Every other week
0: Yes So he will be Experiencing Mental change I guess In Mm. terms of Trivia about Filipino Culture But Mm. I think It's fine As as you mentioned Right? I mean for him It's new though He just listened Starting in January Maybe it's fresh in his mind. But it's, it's still fine. You can still re-listen to some of the
1: episodes. <laughs> or you can force your girlfriend to create an episode for you. Like, hey, <laughs> what? Depending on what day of the week, what time of the week you listen to our podcast. And then, hey, there's no banana Cube podcast episode today. And so, you need to teach me something new. <laughs>
0: okay. <Yeah. laughs> or he could just find another... Maybe there is another Filipino podcast out there. But the, the thing is, I guess... Most of the Filipino podcasts that talk about Filipino culture are not in English. So I think that's why ah, it's difficult for point. non-Filipinos to find. Unless you listen to like make this. There's a this Philippine-American life. Is that in English? Have you listened to that? I, I think th- it is. Yeah. Mm. Tefal.
1: Yeah. I commented to them like, hey, whenever you say Tefal, I always think about the, <laughs> you know, the... The brand, like, right? The equipment in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. <by> the brand. <laughs> the mixers. <laughs> And whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: you know, but I don't think it will be applicable to him because he's not American. Then oh we, yeah, should, we hope that there's a this Filipino finish. I don't. Line. I
0: don't think so. <laughs> 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 no, I think mm. he just is interested in Filipino culture. But yeah, I mean, if if there are other podcasters out there who are listening to our podcast. Maybe this is an opportunity for you. You should release episodes on the weeks that we are not. What? (laughs) So
1: weird.
0: (laughs) Actually, I I have friends who were joking that they were going to create a rival podcast to Banana Q podcast and call it Kamote Q podcast. I should tell them. (laughs) Now is your chance.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay. That's right. Funny.
0: Yeah, they should do that. All right. So mm. that's it, pansit.
1: <laughs> that's it, pansit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much for listening and mm-hmm. catch us again in two weeks. Bye.
1: Bye.